ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's get made. Angler and your host of the Get Made Show. I got some other dudes up in here today. Yes, sir. Right? We got Dallin and Joseph of Trap Jigs right here in San Diego. Hand tied jigs. And we'll get am I right in saying that, fellas? Yes, Hand tied. Yes, right? So we'll get into that a little bit here in a second. But um first off, this these guys right here, thanks for being on the Get Made Show. Y'all are actually the first guests here in the Made Studios, right? Cool. It's pretty sick in here. You guys have, like, a whole setup, man. Yeah, people don't realize, like, all the behind the scenes of everything that goes into this, so. For sure. I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it much, you know. Definitely want to, um, you know, we, I, I want to focus, you know, these guests that we have on. And you guys, I want to focus on how anglers can get made, not just on the water, with, you know, your products and, and uh, some of your advice and, and tips and techniques you might uh, divulge here on the show, you know, to help anglers. But if you at home, you know, you're looking at Trout Made, you're looking at, you know, other uh, anglers or other companies. And if you have a skill or a passion, you shouldn't be afraid of taking that step. There's enough room for everybody out here. Don't you guys feel? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, man, I'm stoked. You guys stoked? Cool. I'm stoked. We're, we're yeah, I'm, I'm like, first show. It's the first show. So we're going to get going. So let's just start it off. You know, um, tell us, Dallin, tell us uh, your fishing story, man. When did you start fishing? Um, you know, I know you fish trout. We've talked about that. So, uh, you know, we want to focus on trout, but we got all types of different anglers, fish fresh, salt, that probably watches Get Made Show. So, uh you know, break it down for us, man. Yeah. Um, so for me, fishing, I've been fishing since I was a little kid. I think probably started out uh, a long time ago um, when my, I think for my mom told my dad to buy me and my little brother a, like a fishing setup thing from Walmart right. for Christmas. And, um, and it was like to the cardboard. Yeah, was, it, yeah. was it anything special or was it just... Just, kind of just was, whatever you could pick up. Yeah, yeah, and it was just a dorky little like spin caster thing where you, you know, right throw it out Zepco. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one of those. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, we, uh, my mom was like, told my dad, hey, you should uh, take the kids fishing to Lake Poway as a free fishing day or whatever, something okay. like that. How, how many uh, DFW does two a year or one a year? Something like that. I think it's one. I think it's one. I mean, I don't, I don't even remember. I mean, I, I don't care. I just buy a license and go. I know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, but, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. want to try fishing and you want to wait for the one day of the year, yeah, it's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so it started out, you know, way back then. I was probably, I don't even remember how old I was, like six, seven, eight, something like that. And uh, so, yeah, it just, that's kind of how everything started. We, I'd go out, Lake Poway was kind of the main spot, and then. Yeah, we'd go fishing, and uh, I obviously I sucked at first. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know. what what was the first species you caught? 
First fish you ever caught? Uh, probably actually the first fish I ever caught was a bass at Lake Dixon. <laughs> bass at Lake Dixon. Yeah. No, I think it took me like three or four years to like catch my first fish ever. Like real fish? Yeah, yeah. Like a real fish. Okay. So. When did you get into trout fishing? Yeah. So, um, I got into trout fishing because the the main reason why I got into fishing more seriously is because um, I developed a love for seafood and uh, I wanted to. Wanted stuff to eat, you know. That was the point yeah. of going fishing. I wanted to, you know, bring stuff home, cut it up, and, you know, throw it on the grill. But uh, so I think I got into trout fishing when um, I first saw, like, the sign on Lake Powell that says no catch and release. So I'm like, well, right. sweet. I don't have to worry about any of that. Right. So, so, yeah. Take so home, harvest. Yeah. So so I got into trout big in the winters. Um, and, you know, obviously I sucked at that at first. I through all kinds of crap uh you know the power bait the the spoons all kinds of stuff and it, it took a while i think probably caught my first and i was like nine or ten something like that um and i think that's that's probably on the berkeley the tube jakes they have at walmart atomic teasers yep yep that's the first one man first one i mean i, I think sorry to interrupt i just it's great it's awesome how you said the first trout i caught were on like power bait yeah. spoons and you know what's awesome is that that's how everybody pretty much started yeah. you know for the most part um but you know also it's because it's readily available you go to walmart grab it off the the shelf you go to big five dicks major chains what's awesome is how your journey just from that and now you know it's a whole culture here in socal you know uh micro companies you know producing some quality i mean you, everybody should be you know you guys should be at walmart you know mini jigs should be at walmart you know local companies because that's what's getting bit yeah you know what i mean but everything it's all tried and true Ber berkeley has it dialed in yeah right yeah. so you went from power bait when did you get kind of serious about trout fishing because i mean i I'm pretty excited to talk about this part with you, Dallin, because, you know, I've been um, a couple places in the country trout fishing and mm -hmm. you've been this is anglers, man. He's been around the country trout yeah. fishing. So um, tell me about that. And, and when you kind of said, hey, I'm going to go, you know, are, are you a primarily trout angler? It, yeah, pretty much. I mean, okay. that's that's what it is at this point. <laughs> cool. So so break that down. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as a little kid, I throw all kinds of crap and it took forever for me to get bit. Um but uh, I started getting into the mini jig game when I saw the results firsthand. I think North Shore at Lake Poway. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw some dude killing it on those green the atomic teasers. Right. Started throwing those. And it took a while, but that's when I started catching. So um, I got more serious once I started catching more. So, um, but the other thing is uh, me and my family, you know, over the summer, like we'll go and take vacations out of state. Yeah. And, um, so we'll go to like you know utah montana idaho stuff like that and um you said wyoming too yeah yeah wyoming man those um, are like trout heaven yeah. that's you know the sierra we we call the sierra god's country right yeah i mean that's just trout heaven man that's where you know a lot of trout fishing fly fishing started that's where it's biggest i mean yeah here socal's nothing i mean you know, as far as trout goes. No, it, for sure. It's unique. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's 
you know, to me, a trout is a trout is a trout. But, oh, yeah. you know, everybody says, oh, stock trout. So, you know, but you've been, this is, you know, kind of your introduction was, yeah, you had Lake Poway, Dixon, maybe some stock trout, but this is like your wild trout yeah, yeah. experiences now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, for me, it still started with the stock stuff here in SoCal, but I got more into um, fly fishing up in other places. Yeah. And, De La Mosca. Um, yeah, yeah. So I started started young on that, and um, you know, fly fishing is cool and great and all. Um, but uh, yeah, I think so. Basically, kind of how trap jigs came along is I got into fly tying. Um, Naturally, for fly fishing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like two, I, I, I was going to take a guess, but yeah, you know, that's awesome. It, they are hand tied, so it's uh, mm -hmm. you know, definitely influence of the mini jig, the the ultralight game, um, finesse fishing, and Fly fishing, fly tying, yep. Yep. you know, so awesome. Continue. Yeah, yeah, so got into fly tying, and um, when I became more serious about fly fishing over the summers, you know, we go out of state, uh, it got to the point where I was tying all my own flies. Like, I didn't I didn't want to go to the store and buy flies, right. you know. I just wanted to fish what I made. It so, feels great, right? Oh, yeah, it's, Catching it. it's cool. So um, translating that back here down in SoCal in the winters, um, I think I saw that people were hand tying their own jigs, mm -hmm. and I think the first ever hand tied jig I saw was a uh, slab jiggies. Slab jiggies, yeah. or slab jiggies for sure. Yeah, and that was a. So I mean, shout out to him, but that that was like a long time ago. That was like, I don't know, 2013, 2014, something like that. Okay. And um, so I saw that it could be done. So right. I was like, shoot, I'll do it. So I, you know, started whipping up stuff for myself, and and I got very. Uh, creative to say the least i fish all kinds of wacky stuff right i mean you have to right yeah yeah to see what works <laughs> and kind of you're probably developing your style with the yeah. with the fusion of the mini jig and the fly tying yeah yeah so you know i'd get bit on some of my stuff wouldn't get bit on other stuff but you know i kind of dialed it in but um when i got into high school first part of high school it became kind of tough to fish trout right. here in the winter because i just had a lot of extracurricular stuff going on so i couldn't really fish during the weekdays and around here that's that's not a good thing you <laughs> yeah you need to be yeah you, you know they're stocking on a wednesday you're losing yeah. a whole half a week <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah you're, there's not much stuff left yeah <laughs> so, um but junior year and senior year stuff started to peter out for me and i had a lot more free time right on and senior year is actually <laughs> when i met him and well i mean we actually knew each other um probably freshman year yep we went to mount carmel high school right. together and um yeah so so i always knew joe fish but joe is big in the saltwater side and he'll probably yeah, get into that for sure so, and i'm big in the freshwater side so you know we never really like fished together before senior year right but senior year i think we had we had a bunch of classes together i think and i don't even remember which one was the first one but but i think at one point i was like Hey Joe, you should come trout fishing with me. Santee's got this opening that's coming up. And uh oh. So, so Joe's like, uh oh. Joe's finally like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll go. I mean, I got nothing going on. You know? So, so kind of go over what? How'd you guys meet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you and Joseph, how'd you guys meet? It started off, if I can remember correctly, it was probably in history class, and yeah, this was at Mount Carmel High School, and uh, <laughs> it was history awesome. class, and we also had photo together. Yeah. And photo classes where the jig hit the table for the first time okay. in front of yeah. both of our eyes and we we're like are we gonna fish this or not yeah. and 
And how how long ago was that? You said 2015, 16? Uh, 17. Like mid, yeah, it was like 17. 17. Early 17. Okay. So, yeah, my senior year of high school. So, I tried to get Joe into trout fishing. And, you know, I by that point, you know, I was still fishing all of my hand-tied stuff. Right. And so, I kind of already had the trap jig kind of dialed in. But I was just fishing it for myself, you know. Okay. So, I... You know, I'd show Joseph, you know, all this stuff that I was fishing. And, um, you know, we, as we went on throughout the season, we, we, you know, we were getting bit, we were catching stuff. And so I think finally we had the idea, well, like, because, you know, we see all these other companies that are out there, we're like, right. shoot, we could do that too. So awesome. We started out and uh, it's it's been a journey. It's uh, come a long For way. Sure. And we've definitely not been perfect along the way but it's who is you know, it's been you know no one's yeah. perfect i mean i've i've uh i've used you guys as you know uh hand tides um caught a tiger first time i used them and we actually had lunch preparing for this uh uh this podcast and um then i was on my way out of town then right yeah, yeah. so definitely um you guys have put a lot of time effort right r and d yeah probably failed a couple times too right you know we fell in every day here anglers that's what getting made is (laughs) you fail and learn fail and learn so kind of recap trout fishing you're in high school met up with joseph and uh joseph was before that kind of back up and tell us your story man because i know you're a salty dude all righty you know so you know what what absolutely tell us your your story fishing saltwater how'd you get into fishing And then, you know, like what attract, like what attracted you to trout? Because you haven't been fishing trout. Nope, not at all. About three, three years, you said? That's correct. We'll start from the very beginning and then work our way to what, to where I went and met Dallin. Um, Man, I can't remember my exact first trip where I caught my first fish ever. Um, But my first couple of trips start out on San Vicente and El Capitan. So and bass. uh correct bass crappie those two mainly and uh our first boat for my family was a bass tracker actually so perfect for right. san vicente el cap and my first couple trips at san v and those lakes around there it was rough man it was rough how so i was just an absolute newbie fishing was entirely new to me and then but the anchor behind it all was kind of my uncle actually my okay. uncle from my mom's side and that's where the serious bass fishing came in and after a couple of bass fishing, I was like, eh, it's not really my thing, kind of. I want to expand into the saltwater. Right. So me changing from freshwater to saltwater, it happened really damn fast. Like, the first yeah. thing for me in the saltwater was actually spotted bay bass. Right. I got super serious into that in Mission Bay and SD Bay. Um, me and my brother, would, we would have, like, a little nine-foot dinghy, just cruise nice. around, figure out Mission Bay. And I just started figuring out Mission Bay. And just like you, you know, started fishing spotties. Yep. And I haven't really targeted the green bass, but I could imagine, um, like you said, it, it was pretty rough for you those yep. first couple times. And being yep. a new angler, you actually had an advantage, bass tracker. You probably had some good yep. gear, your uncle. Absolutely. Right. And I mean, just kind of like anglers, just take note. Like, it's okay if you like switch it up, but I don't think you gave up on mm-hmm. bass. Nope. But it was just, it can, for some anglers, probably be um, deter them or mm-hmm. demotivate them from mm-hmm. keep fishing because largemouth. I've tried it. I've only caught one targeted largemouth bass, and I've caught two by accident. Yep. So <laughs> on the fly in a mini jig. So, yep. you know, um, 
and to me, saltwater always, I didn't think it's all not that saltwater is easy by no means, but, um, I thought it was harder than bass fishing, greenback. Mm -hmm. I'm completely mistaken. So, you know, for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, I still wanted to go for bass. That's for sure. And just attack it at a different angle. And that different angle was saltwater bass. So spotties was a perfect thing for me. I got super serious into that with my brother. We would literally run a little nine foot dinghy around Mission Bay, figure it out. Like a, it's super easy for us with a dinghy, of course. And then, man, no, we no went, uh, no fish finder. Not even a fish finder. We figured out Mission Bay so good we didn't need a fish finder. Nice. I kid you not. And uh, probably crawled every bait over yep. every rock over every grass. Yep, that's correct. We had like six, seven different setups. That's me and awesome. My brother had every different bait possible tied on, and believe it or not, my biggest inspiration was Evan Salve. And I would watch his videos nonstop over and over and over until I could figure out Mission Bay the proper way. What were you looking for? Just spotties in Mission Bay. So uh, when you were watching the videos. Oh, the videos. Like, where where were you trying to learn? I'm trying to see how he uses his style for spotties in Mission Bay in particular. Um, But to be honest, spotties, it's not much to it, man. They'll pretty much eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's once you get Mission Bay figured out, it was a fun bite back then. This was like 2014. For sure. Um, Let me ask you something. Yeah. 2014 and now, um, it's known that Mission Bay has bigger spotties, probably less numbers, but bigger spotties in San Diego Bay. Is that still correct, you think? I think so, to be honest. Like, quantity-wise, San Diego Bay smokes Mission Bay. But quality, there's some nice ones in Mission Bay. For sure. Absolutely. So you got in the spotty game. You you and your brother, nine-foot dinghy. Any crazy stories, I'm sure? There's quite a few crazy <laughs> stories in spotty fishing at Mission Bay, but for sure. So, um, so continue on because I know yep. you probably uh, ventured out from the bay. Yes, sir. Right. Um, after a year or two of spotty fishing, it was fun while it lasted. Mission Bay died off really quick. I feel like um, after spotty fishing, we had already owned our own boat. Um, well, our first offshore boat was actually a Mako, 21 foot center console. Um, that goes back to like 2008. Wow. And uh, we were running that 21-foot to the Coronado Islands. This was while I was already spotty fishing. Um, so I didn't really throw spotty fishing completely away yet, just yet. Right. Um, so we had that 21-foot Mako. We'd go to run offshore for whatever. And then after we ran that Mako 21-foot for a couple of years, we decided to get a Parker, just like the majority of people that have right now. Upgrading. Yep, that's correct. Cabin, 2320 Parker with a 250. Sweet. And... Uh, just chasing all that big stuff. I mean, I, I got to the point where I did really want to stop spotties. It's just not my thing anymore. Um, in terms of saltwater, like yellowtail is the best. Mm-hmm. Bluefin, yellowfin, dorado. That's the, that's the main stuff for me. Awesome. And so. So you were on your own boats. Um, yep. Family. How'd you get into deck handing? Deck handing. Oh, okay. Man. <laughs> I know. Be, I'm asking that because it is hard work. Yeah. So shout out to all the deck hands out there. Yep. Getting this made, uh, making sure everything's cool. It's it's rough stuff, man. This the people outside of the sport fishing industry, they don't see what these deckhands go through. It's some crazy ass rough shit. Right. It oh, is no. real it's rough. It's really it's hard work, man. Yeah, and you just can't sugarcoat it at all. Those no. guys are raw as hell. What'd you take from that experience? I don't want to get too into it, but yep. like, what'd you get? What'd you take from that experience? That's deckhanding experience. Yeah. When I went on the Excalibur for the first trip, man. It first off, it was fun as hell. Using that 20-foot gaff is just something else. <laughs> it's something else. Like, 
and everything I learned from just all the different anglers that you'd see, because even on a two and a half, three day trip, like you'd be surprised the amount of people that still don't know what they're doing. And then obviously the seasoned veteran anglers. So you get a good mix of both on that party boat trip for three days and uh, spending a good amount of time up in that wheelhouse with the captain really helped me a lot. And it's going to, it enabled me to apply some of that from what I learned from there into our own boat. For so. sure. Awesome. So where, how did you make the transition to trout fishing? Because, you know, I, I mean, I'm not talking shit, but mm-hmm. a lot of people clown on trout. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially not, you know, you know, especially if you're out there fishing cows and, and fishing tuna. And I mean, sure. this year I, I got everything except for a yellow fin. Yep. So I've experienced that bite. I still love trout. And it's a, to me, it's a different kind of bite. But what some might think of that as a digression. What was your thoughts on it? And what was that transition? Coming into it after catching my first trout and the initialization for me at Poway on my first fish that I ever finessed on two pound test with a trap jig, man, I, it opened up my eyes big time. It so, really did. Coming from catching 200 pound bluefin. Like, okay. So you said open your eyes. Now, one thing I took from that, the first time trout fishing, you guys had already been talking about this trap jigs yep. and you went out. And your first time something you guys created, you caught your first trout on. Yeah, that's correct. That's rad. Yeah. For sure. That's pretty rad. Coming from offshore, like going into trout fishing, it was a super, actually extremely fast transition for me. And Mm -hmm. I was surprised myself, man. Um, Of course, everyone in the offshore community, they think trout fishing is a joke, but I love fishing so much. Looking at fishing in all the, through all the different lenses, I give them all respect. Period. Absolutely. And trout fishing, you can't count that out at all. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Yeah, there's stuff that's half a pound, but there's stuff that's also 12 pounds. So your first trout ever, lake? Yep. What lake at? It was at Lake Poway. Lake Poway? That's that's where it began for me. How big? It was only like a two-pounder. This was in uh, December of 2017. So they had tailwalkers? Yes, it was tailwalkers at the time. Okay, so two-pound tailwalkers. Yep. That's probably good. Yeah. That's a good fight. Correct. 2017. Jumping out the water, flying. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, we're going to miss some anglers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Tailwalkers are something else. The way they fight, man, compared to Calaveras, Mount Lassen, they just fight so different. Those things are straight muscle, man. Yeah. And they will beat on your gear. Yeah. They are no you know joke. what? Calaveras, I thought, <clears throat> I didn't think they fought really too hard. I thought they were really aggressive with the bite, mm-hmm. but they were really hollow. Yep. You know, you had the big one and it, like, 24 inches or something right and it's only two and a half pounds yep right so something just with that fish the way they they, they bred that fish maybe sure. definitely aggressive and you got bit and they they had those hook jaws so you're like all yep. kiped up and it's awesome adding that type of aesthetic um you know plant stocking but overall man like now mount mount lassen is yep. is, is a go-to and I mean, we got to keep those fish. You know, yeah. you got your five limit, and those are probably the best tasting. I mean, yeah. even those calaveras, man, they yeah. tasted like garbage, dude. Yeah. They tasted like dirt. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I had, you know, had a force feed quality. myself. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, um, that's awesome, man. First yep. time out catching a trout yep. on your own stuff. That's yeah. so cool. For sure. That's really cool. So, three years. What's your PB, Joseph? PB right now holding at eight and a half, and it was also from Poway. Eight and a half. Yep, what year? This was earlier, the, it was the end of last season. End of last season. So, yep, it was. You know, I get my ass kicked at Poway. <laughs> I've only, Poway and Jennings, man. Like, uh, I thought I had a trout at Jenny once, and it was a big old slab, red ear. Um, but Poway, I've, I've limited, but 
Like I think last year they said trophy stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And no. they weren't like it's a, it's a we, we, we we watched some of the stocks yep. and so I mean that kind of it, it's do you think they use that? I mean, I'm not again, not talking shit, but mm-hmm. do you think they use that to draw anglers in? Man, or kept, or do you think they just messed their stock up and they didn't get any trophy fish? I don't think they want to really mess people up like that. Like, I don't know. Just we could tell two seasons ago that chalk mound, the hatchery that's right. holding the Nebraska tailwalkers, we definitely noticed a decline. And man, we that's when we really started noticing things. Every trip we went to Poway, just slowly going downhill, slowly going downhill. Like that eight and a half, my holding PB. Mm-hmm. It's sad to say this, but that's the last trophy tailwalker Poway will ever get. And yeah. it was. Do you think there are any holdovers? Down. I don't think so. Probably you know, not. It's just too damn hot in the summer for Poway, and it's yeah. just getting roasted. Yeah, 100%. Well, eight yep. and a half, Poway. Yep. What was it on? It was on a Lucky Charms trap jig, 132 ounce, running two-pound test, and uh, it was on my Mirage. Six foot seven, one to five pound. Real at the time was a Stratic. Nice. CI4 Plus. CI4 Plus. Just yep. did that unboxing. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> How do you like that Stratic? It's good. It's good. But I have a second reel now, and uh, it's the Cardiff. It's a JDM reel. Okay. Something different. Yeah. Super shallow spool. It only holds 110 yards, so. Okay. I mean, um, there's not – I don't think there's anything here in SoCal that's going to spool us. No, no. That's correct. Right. Spooling, that term is – that's that's for offshore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you could uh, – fly fishing, you could get taken into your oh, yeah. backing, mm-hmm. you know, but your fly line's what, 50 yards? Maybe 100 yards? 50 yeah so man that's awesome for the stratic in particular i put braid halfway up the spool maybe even three quarter way up okay you can fill it up with five or six pound and then i top shot the rest with two pound or three pound four pound whatever you nice. want. nice so you're not so, continuously exactly. tying leaders yep yep you don't want to f- you don't want to entirely fill the spool of strata because that's that's over 250 yards of two pound and yeah you don't need yeah. that mine's all the way full yep yep <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was, I just said, spool it up. But I use, you know, I really wanted to, it, there's a method behind all my madness. Um, I, you know, I, I throw, you know, two pound, about that, you know, what's that, three feet, four feet, you know, you know how you measure the guide and all that. RP knot, and it's, I think I just want to practice the RP knot more um, with that braid to leader. One thing I want to touch on real quick, Joseph, and then uh, I want to get back to Dallin real quick, but. I was talking to my homie Ray, and he was watching uh, me land that cutthroat over at June Lake opener. And I didn't even notice it, but he said, man, you had that sucker pinned, you know? And he said, it's because you've been fishing salt water. Do you think, I, I, I firmly believe that fishing the bay, spotted bay bass, um, keeping because if you go slack, they're off. Yeah. Um, keeping them pinned, um, any saltwater fish, you have to keep that, that, that rod up and, and pinned. Right. Do you think saltwater fishing has helped? Like you said, it's a easier. it was an easy tra- – you kind of fell into it. Yeah. Do you agree with that statement, that, that theory? I think so, to be honest. Absolutely. Like it, it definitely helps you out in trout fishing, especially if you want to talk about saltwater fish in particular, like spotties and calicos. Bringing that – and what you learn from that into trout fishing, keeping fish pinned, absolutely. Yeah, especially the big trout. That's what I noticed with me, and I, I think that's why. I, I mean, I haven't had, I hadn't lost any huge trophies. You know, I've, you know, maybe, maybe one or two. Um, I know I've lost one fly fishing when I was in Arkansas. 
Um, but, you know, sand bass too. Yep, yep. You know how they roll on the bottom. Yep. I think for bigger trout, man, if you – anglers, comment down below if you agree, if you have some kind of saltwater fishing experience that's helped you in trout fishing. But that's kind of what Ray and I were talking about, mm -hmm. and I didn't think about it. But, you know, so now I'm kind of like training. I want to stay in saltwater because I love it, love getting salty, but I also want to keep, you know, those skills up and, and not take a big trout for granted. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the story. Yeah, for sure. Shoot. Dallin, what's your PB, man? PB trout uh, spin. Um, uh, man, I'm I'm still on the hunt. I'm I'm actually a tiny bit below him. I'm eight point something like three years. Okay. Like that. Also at Poway. Nice. So, nice. Same year. Uh, no, no, no. This was 2018. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that that was that was a nice fish too. But um, what was it on? Uh, trap jig as well. I believe it was a color. We used to have that was white and purple. I forgot what we called that, but um, but uh, don't have yeah. it no more, huh? Yeah, I mean, do, I can do you save the. Whatever. I mean, do you save the jig? Oh, itself? I still have that jig. Yeah. You know what? I have my my uh, Golden State fishing minnow. Uh huh. I saved it. It's Maybe a nine. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the thing is, and this is actually a big thing that made us change some things is uh, that fish bent out the hook on that jig, and so really. Raft, I was like, all right, we got to switch these hooks up. So okay, cool. That's a good. That's a good segue right there. So let's talk a little bit about that. About trap jigs. How'd you guys come up with the name? Dude, I don't even. Remember. You know, I, I, I mean, the, when I oh, when you, I first <laughs> Joseph's was like, let me get this. I, I got this. So before you answer, when I first saw you guys and, and online, I was like, trap jigs. You know, trap house. You know, what I mean, it's just be real. You know, what I mean. So I'm just like, oh, that's dope. You know, it's like underground kind of. You know, and and it's um you know kind of like looking deep in, deeper into it let me get a little bit let's give the anglers a little info Insight. on on how yes, because it's important man you got to have something catchy <clears throat> when you create a business creating a brand yeah. creating a product yep you know what i mean so break it down Joseph. Yep. so it, going back to that photo class we had together um we set that jig on the table white piece of paper and just looking yeah. at it and thinking about the names yep he brought the jigs class and then we started talking about right it on. what names we can come up with and we both really like Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. And right. so what does he do? He's trap music. Right. So that's where we brought the name <laughs> of Trap. Sweet. So that's how we incorporated the name Trap, and then we just put that with Jigs. So Trap Jigs. Nice. And yeah, that's 2017 for you. <laughs> right. Throwback right there. That's awesome. I forgot about that. But, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it probably started out like that, but I think we just kind of stuck with it because it just sounds cool. And yeah. the thing, you know, we're like – we're always like, man, we got to trap the trout, you know? Right. You know, it's, yep. I thought about so, that, too. You got to trap them. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's it's a cool name, and we have we have our brand, and, you know, it sticks. So. Yeah, for but sure. But that's definitely a big part to, you know, if you're trying to start something. You right. Know. I think it, it not only get, makes it catchy, but you got to have – it builds your confidence. Yep. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. When you could, like, you know, um, brand something and, like, feel good about it moving forward – you know what I mean? I, I'll be honest. The I have a, a OG logo before Trout made. Mm -hmm. It was Trout Man. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's the, you know, man. You don't even want to see the logo. I'm, I, I might show it someday, but you know what I mean. And I wasn't I wasn't happy with it. You know what I mean? And and I yeah. yeah after that it was even after like a whole year before yeah. then like Trout made it. I had to like go back to the drawing board. So you said you bent that hook out on your PB, yeah. right? So at this point. Right, y'all bumping Fetty Wap, 
in class, <laughs> yep. not doing your homework, yep. looking yeah. at jigs. Maybe. Trap jigs. Ding. <laughs> right? Okay. So now what? R&D, more R&D, figuring yeah. out supplies, materials. Yeah, yeah. You, so, you don't have to give any any secrets. Mm-hmm. I know you might use a certain kind of hook or yeah, or suppliers like or what have you. I know. Got to respect that, anglers. Let's like uh, some of some of my fishing spots. For the most part, I ninety eight percent. I give my fishing spots away, but I know, you know, you guys work hard. Every bait maker, hand tied mm-hmm. or plastic, works hard, and they have their own process that makes it that much special. So you don't have to give that up, but. Yep, we have nothing to hide about our jigs at all. It's it's we want everyone to know exactly what our jig is made of That's and exactly how strong it is and how confident you can be in our jigs. So yeah. down we'll get into the details if you want about that and here you go. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, we started out where we started out and you know, when I was just fishing them for myself, like, you know, I in general I don't care. If it gets the job done, it's cool. But, you know, once you started like selling stuff and trying to get bigger, it's like, okay, we gotta we gotta make sure this is top of the line stuff. So, um, yeah, we've upgraded the hooks since we first started out, and those have been really good to us. We've we've caught lots of trophies, and they have not bent those hooks. So nice. Um, so we're good. The hooks are a lot sharper too. What hooks do you use? Uh, it's from a fly tying company called Wopsy, um, and it's their like I forgot what they call it. It's like a super reinforced or something. But right. That's amazing. You guys went outside the norm of the owner or the the VNC yeah. or yeah, so what have you. Yeah, owner owner's actually really good. Um, I think the other thing is the price point. With this Wopsy company, I can get... Fetty Wopsy. Yes. It's not a coincidence, anglers. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Trap jigs. Yeah, no, but uh, uh, it's also the price point on those is like... You're... you're I'm sorry, sorry those, dog, the owners My are, dog's laying on your foot. No, that's good. He's the fourth guest. He can, he can do what he wants. She, bro. Oh, she? she? Oh, my bad. Man. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, anyway, so the hooks have been really good for us. Uh, if we do have to change at some point, we will, and that probably would be owner. Owner makes some good stuff. But, okay. um, but yeah, they're lead heads, and um, I powder coat the heads now. Okay, um, yep. So uh, just getting into that, and uh, when I first started out, like some of those jigs, you know, I'd bake them, and, you know, I think they'd be fine, and then sometimes the paint chips on them a little bit. Right. So working on dialing that in but i feel a lot more confident awesome my powder coating awesome yeah stuff. i was um i caught the tiger on the gold rush mm-hmm. and um i was throwing that like two days in a row it didn't chip and no oh that's good to hear no. <laughs> no so i mean you 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 wouldn't think throwing in the water is chip but it does you know what i mean that and you yeah. know you're tying but over time so i mean it's been two days but you know, for the most part, man, I've I've used guys jigs, um, and I dig them, dude. I got bit, got a tiger yes, trout. Sir. Actually, tell them yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell them so, boys. Okay, so you know we've we've come up with lots of colors over the years, and we've done lots of stuff. And you know, I can still, you know, I whip up stuff that we don't have on our Instagram all the time. But this gold rush color that uh, I developed specifically for the Sierras and also these Lassens um, over the summer, I was like, man, this color's gonna get bit. And I'm really excited about the color. Right. And um, I think I had them all just whipped up, like, just, like, probably, like, August, September, something like that. And okay. so I I didn't get a chance to use them at all. Right. So, um, so you hit me up, and you got one of the first batches. I don't think you're the first person to buy them. But as far as I know, that tiger trout is the first fish that's been caught on that color. That's so, what's up. It looked like yeah. a tiger trout, too. It's yeah, like a, yeah. You got the yellow and the brown. Uh 
yellow ball head, mm-hmm. right? Gold, gold ball head. Yeah, it's like a, it's like there. a yellowish gold. Yeah. It's not yellow like sunshine yellow. yellow. Yeah, it's like I like that that gold. So gold yeah. rush and has little you know the brown uh, brown material. The body, yeah. Yeah, the body. I dig it, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's that's really cool. A tiger trout on the gold rush for the yeah. first fish. You know, that's I think cool. that's lit. But, I think uh, that's cool, man. I mean. How do you guys come up with the names for the colors? I, I oh, always dude. like if I that's like, you know, if trout made made baits or jigs or whatever. Um I think that's like the the hardest part is coming up with the cool name. So Yeah. Yeah. You, Joseph thinks Joseph, Joseph <laughs> Yeah, he's like, What's up, man? I got so, so, it. Down. These, yeah, in terms of these jig <laughs> color names and combinations we come up with, it's we just do some funky, wonky stuff in the trap lab. In his garage, the trap lab. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, we ca- we call his garage a trap lab, and we just <laughs> whatever awesome. just clicks the most in our head. We yeah. come, that's the color name we give it, assign right it. So a lot, of our st- a lot of our stuff's really like wonky and stuff. Like we all kinds of weird right stuff. But I mean, like you know, I try to you know think outside the box because everybody knows like the grasshopper, fire tiger. You know, those grasshopper, are, fire tiger, yellow, classic. white, black, gold. Yeah uh what else is so cow i think that's like the four yeah the like big ones top maybe uh man with some like orange an orange maybe pearl pearl yeah. yeah white yeah but um but yeah so there's you know there's all those colors and like i think we have a grasshopper and stuff but you know i want to you know think outside the box so we're like screw it, we're doing lucky charms or lucky Laffy charms, taffy right? or something you know wacky stuff right you know? when is the fetty wop jig coming out <laughs> I don't, I don't know it it would take something pretty damn crazy <laughs> to cook up in that trap lab to come up with that name to be able to use that name yeah. at least you gotta i mean you gotta give the old you know the old salute man to <laughs> although, the origin bro although one of our <laughs> although one of our very first jigs like we named it zuvir which is it's pretty damn crazy but now is that name of the song uh yeah it's yeah, yeah oh, okay. it's just one of yeah, his yeah. things i know who fetty i'm just not like yeah, yeah. super super fan I mean, he's not that you guys are, but I'm not there. Yeah, he kind of died off, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but um, uh, yeah. Anyways, as far as the naming and stuff goes, like you know, we try to think outside the box, but yeah, you know, we still have some of those colors, like a uh, Christmas tree. You know, I got Ooh, my inspiration yeah. from like all the all the bay swim baits and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a big color. It's Christmas tree. Yep. So yep. Calico. So that up. Yep. Yep. Awesome. So, um. So yeah, but yeah, as far as the as far as our jigs go, you know, we've we've come a long way and um but you know, we're we're really satisfied with with where we're at right now. So awesome. I think at this point the only step above this is maybe, you know, other colors that might come out. For but sure. We kinda feel like, you know, we're happy with what we've got. Awesome. It's, so now it's just time. In. SoCal season's here, now it's time to put them to work, put them out there. And uh mm-hmm. yeah. Have a great year. I hope you boys have a great year. Yep. For sure, yeah. good season, man. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting this uh, upcoming season. I don't know what you want to get into on the future topics, but yeah, for sure. Let's um let's do that. Actually, you know. So before we get into what you guys got going on, I want to give you guys a chance to plug, and we'll do that for sure. Whatever else, but um, kind of going back to Joseph, yeah. um, some of your salty journey during your salty journey, you made some friends. Yep. Okay, and you yep. have some supporters. <laughs> yep. All right, so um, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, you're wearing a Seeker shirt. That's correct. Saltwater fishing industry. How I got into it, it really started off with, once again, going back to Evan Salve. (laughs) 
Um, I watched all his videos, whether it was fishing for spotties or fishing offshore for tuna, pelagic stuff. And uh, decided with my dad and my brother one day that we would do a trip with him. And we did, ended up doing a half day or a full day with him on his Ranger Bahia back in the day. This is like 2015, 14, something like that. And we did a little trip to Catalina and uh, just straight irons, man. Like literally Sick. strictly irons. I we still had, haven't got one on an iron. Okay, it's it's something else. It's it's a good feeling of another world. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just straight strictly irons, nothing but like six, eight jig sticks with us. Running to Catalina and just whacking them. Whack, Sweet. whack, whack. Like these were like 30 pound fish too. And you've always used Seeker? Back then, we had, we were figuring things out to be honest. Um, but to where I really began was, yeah, I had a couple Seekers. We had a lot of Phoenix at the time for offshore because they were all right. Right. And then, uh, it, yeah, it was, it was mainly at Phoenix actually. But then I got introduced to Cousins. After that trip, that's where the Cousins tackle journey began for me. Okay. Um, I don't need to interrupt you real quick. Yeah, no I need, are you like, you know, like uh, that pawn shop show? Yep. People bring stuff in and they're yep. like, hey, man, this is the Cousins. <laughs> Can you say yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Okay, hold I, on. I, I, hold on. Yep. Because I was at this Long Beach swap meet a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and this dude sold me this Cousins. <laughs> is this an inshore rod or an offshore rod? It's a... Man, it's like half a rod, bro. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, a man. We're about to get verified. <laughs> Let me get. Sorry, guys. Let me. Don't mind the reel. Yeah. So, Tennessee cork. It's about, what, four and a half feet? Yep. This is one of the really early stuff that they made, and they didn't get it out into the public too big. Shoot. And this is a cousin stuff. Factory. Yeah, it's a really rare factory stick from Cousins. Like really? And uh, ice like, fit, yeah. In terms of the feeling of the blank, it's like it's close to that Fenwick stuff. Right. And so, right. yeah, that's awesome that you have this. It's it's a rare piece. <laughs> Dude, sick, bro. Yeah. Sick. Thanks, man. Thanks yep. for like bless confirming it. For sure. I didn't know if that dude like ripped me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So after that Catalina trip, talking to Evan Salve, I was wondering how I can get hooked up with Cousins, and then. After that trip, he gave me the info for Charlie, Charlie Albright. And uh, once I got that contact info, I decided to drive up to Huntington Beach where their factory was, Cousins Tackle. And I started talking to Charlie and see how I can get on the pro staff. And then after that, just started hella fishing offshore with their sticks, their jig sticks. They probably made one of the best jig sticks at the time. It was a 9.5 mag. Um, it's 30 to 60. That thing was a tank, small diameter, but... You can fight a 120-pound bluefin on it, and that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, after the whole Cousins Tackle journey, a couple of years with them, getting all the rods they had. I even tried out some of their trout stuff, actually. Okay. Um, you didn't try the rod I had, though. Yeah, no. It's no. rare, bro. Yeah, that's rare. Uh, after saying. the couple of years that Cousins Tackle was running, I really, really liked them, to be honest. Like, right. their stuff was handmade, and it was nice. USA made completely, and they sadly went out of business. Um, I won't yeah. go too much into details to how that happened, but for sure, um, after they went out of business, Charlie's, I started talking to Charlie again. I was like, what am I going to do now? And he introduced me to Rick and Rick Holt and Ed Vogel at Seeker owner and co-owner. Um, after talking to Rick a little bit, I started texting him and then I ended up, eventually ended up meeting him up at the factory in orange California and things just started getting rolling with Seeker. 
And so now I'm on board with them. And uh, as I started talking to Rick, he actually had been talking with my brother already as well. Um, he helped him get a couple rods, uh, the Salty Crew line, actually, okay. rods that they make. And, uh, yeah, started rolling around with Rick, and we're getting the ball moving with things we're doing there. So now I'm with Seeker, and, yeah. Right on. You met, uh, it was Rick and... Yeah, Rick and Ed. Rick and Ed. Yep. Yep. I, I, met, I met them both. Um, cool dudes. Really cool dudes. So yep. you've been with Seeker for how long now? So we've been working with thumbs for around, uh, man, yeah, around a year. Around a year. I started talking to them around a year ago. Okay, cool. So now, what's cool about this story, anglers? There's a purpose to every question. Yep. Um, you know, first off, man, that's some that's some grit, dude. You're young. Yep. You're a young cat. Yep. And you just went knocking on doors. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? You need to step out of your comfort zone and see what's out there. Literally. That's Costa's biggest thing is they say, see what's out there. And I explored and, and it, it helped me. So right, for sure. don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. For sure. Absolutely. And speaking of comfort zone, you know, how you guys feeling right now? Feeling good? Yeah. Feeling loose. It's not too warm in here? No. No, it's no, cool, huh? Good. We, yeah. we kind of loosened <laughs> up and temperature dropped. <laughs> cool. Um, Dallin, tell me, tell the anglers, let us know. You know, you guys heard a lot of stuff right now, and I just want to keep on the secret thing because I want to give you guys this opportunity. This is your floor. Let us know what you got going on. We know you got the trap jigs, right? So yeah. let us know where uh, we'll let every, all the anglers know where you can get your trap jigs, okay, right before we leave. But, you know, we had lunch, and these guys shared something with me, and they've been really, really stoked to get on the show and share it with y'all. Um and it comes at a great time, too, because I just did this Phoenix Elixir versus Dragonfly. Yep. And pretty much those are the only rods on trout rods, yep. decent trout rods on the market. And we all know everybody has mixed feelings on Phoenix. We're not here for that. We're here for to, to see what you guys got cooking that might bring something different to the market in the trout game so the floor is yours let the anglers know what's yeah. up man i hope i should have to set the stage <laughs> no, it's, you it's know what i mean i'll let uh i'll let no please a little bit yeah and, uh, so how it first started was my first trip up to seeker we started talking to rick and uh we wanted our own trout blink and we wanted to start something pretty damn big for the community um i started talking to rick about that and he he's a very flexible man he's really easy to work with really flexible both Ed and Rick are really great at Seeker. They do a really good job making what they make. And right on. after I got my offshore rods sorted out with him, um, after that, we started talking to him about trout blinks and how much of an impact Seeker trout rods can be on the SoCal community right now, which I think it can be big, really big, and we really need them. What was um, his reaction to that initially? At first, he probably the vibe I, f I was feeling was probably a little bit skeptical. Um, but man, was, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, no offense, Rick, Ed, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier, right? Yep. Like trout. Yep. Yep. Um, but there is a huge market. Yep. It's underserved absolutely. also by U.S. companies. Mm -hmm. Yep. For sure. Um, so yeah, we got the ball rolling with Rick, and uh, we started talking about a trout prototype. We dealt with those prototypes a couple weeks back. 
we did our final adjustments and uh, we're just awaiting on that next batch and that next batch that comes in is going to be real big because wow that next batch could potentially be what we release to the public in 2021 when are you yeah. expecting that if you can't say i, can I mean say. this is all this is all just prototype yep. r&d yep. looking at the blank seeing yep. if it's what you want before yep. we go to production right yeah correct okay correct. cool so i don't like, have yeah. a specific date in 2021 but it's looking like around early to mid 2021 so. awesome yeah. yeah so um so yeah so first of all rick and ed are awesome you know they're they're great and uh i got to go a couple times with joe and you know see everything and the way seeker does stuff like it really opened my eyes not just to rod building but just to the difference that an american company can have because you know everything that they do is just top-notch incredible Absolutely. stuff and you know here in the community with the stuff that we have um you know like you said it's kind of there's phoenix there's some other rods californians that's but it's the big companies right and they're, they're big all companies and one thing i could remember you know from the cast and crank podcast you know rick oh, yeah. and rick was on <laughs> um they're, they're from china there's not u.s made you know what I mean? It's not U.S. made. So this is huge. And I think, I'm going to be honest, it, the trout rod game needs competition. You know what I mean? So it's, it's especially for here in SoCal, in SoCal, you know, man, local seekers, USA made. I've been up there, like I mentioned, to the warehouse. And, man, they felt, made me feel like at home. Dead Walk around, do what you want. Look at the blanks. Look at the, you know, the, the, the you know. Seeker, seeker uh, crew just rapping mm -hmm. and working, and they're working on one rod at a time, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're great. Um, so there is G. Loomis that's also – I'm not too familiar with them. I'm pretty sure they are mostly American-made. Um, right. That's those like are great rods. But from those Washington, are, right? Yeah. Yes. That same yes. – that same, okay. Uh, and, you know, those are really great rods. Um, but, you know, that price point is pretty high, and that's why you don't really see a lot of those yeah. on the water around here. Cause the Seeker is really, um, like, etched in SoCal. Oh, yeah. California mm -hmm. uh, salt, you know, fishing. Yep. Yeah. So this is pretty huge, anglers. There, there's going to be another trout rod in the market next year. Maybe just oh, yeah. in time for the Sierra, right? Yep. Uh, Potentially. We're, we're hoping. We're trying. <laughs> see, I'm but like... for sure by next <laughs> season, for sure. By next season, for sure. Man, so, that's awesome. Um, so... Yeah, but, um, yeah, we're looking, you know, price range, you know, around Phoenix. But, I mean, we don't know the details quite yet. You know, we're still working on stuff. But For sure. we're really happy with what we have coming in. Um, we've got a lot of things dialed in, and it's it's going along smoothly. So um, it's been a really awesome opportunity to be able to work with, you know, Rick and Ed. And uh, the guys up at Lamb and Glass are doing a lot yeah. of work. Brad, yeah. what's his name? Uh, yeah, Brad. Brad, Brad Loomis. Lewis. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people behind this. It's not just us. It's not just Rick and Ed, you know, and there's and it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be a cool thing. So we're really excited for that. We're excited, I'm excited for, for you guys, man. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. You know, anglers, this is about this is getting made, man. Mm -hmm. These guys are making things happen for themselves, for the community, leaving a legacy behind. Yep. You know, um, some of us want to leave a legacy. Some of us, man, want to create things, create jigs create yeah. hand tied jigs create rods and it's all from y'all passion for yeah. fishing man yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so first off i just want to congratulate you guys be one of the first i knew about this yeah. you know just recapping for you anglers but i want to congratulate congratulate you guys on that success and wish you the best of luck 
I'm not going to wish you luck, man. I'm going to wish you get made, bro, because you guys are going to make it happen. You guys got, you know, that attitude, grind attitude, you know, just from being anglers, and that helps us out in mm -hmm. our other endeavors, man. You, you're just on-the-water techniques and mindset. You just transfer that to the real world, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, this community is pretty awesome. I mean, you know, we, we have a really great community here. It's, it's growing. Damn it's getting right. bigger, especially in the last three to four years. I've seen it grow a lot. Um, and yeah, it's been awesome. We got a lot of brands out there and you know, everybody's trying to do their thing. So it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody should be doing their thing. Yeah. You know I mean? I believe 100% that an angler should have, you know, not one type of bait in their tackle box. You know what I mean? You need different kinds. You know, I have, I'll be straight up guys. And I told you this, you know, um, and let's talk about that real quick. Maybe just, you can, yeah. Mike, you got the mic. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I got Jew jigs yep. and trap jigs. And I got some fuzz heads from Mr. Eric Remmer. And, yep. you know, yeah, it's, it's right there. See, not everybody knows. Good job, Dal. Yep. Maybe I'll throw a trap jig in there. But, you know, it's honestly, it was just, it wasn't because it was a fuzz head. It was just like laying around here. I just threw it on. But, you know, I mean, every angler and, and you know, Jew jigs, that's just the first one I've seen here in SoCal. You know what I mean? So, um, again, enough room for everybody. Um, and what's the biggest difference between your guys's product and not jujigs i don't want to compare directly but you know tell the anglers what they expect from compare jigs, directly man. if you want we're, we're chill with hamid he's the hamid's the guy who's sure. behind you he's chill um he's definitely an elite fisherman that's for damn sure so you guys were inspired by jujigs in, in some way uh, or it's probably more so but, you know i saw them out there right now get the mic yeah i mean you know i've there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, the Jujigs is really big, especially here, you know, right in our backyard. Yeah. I mean, Lake you guys Powell's. are neighbors, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lake Powell is ground zero for Jujigs. Well, that's well. awesome, though, man. So you guys could co everybody coexist. And, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, we talk no beef, no drama, you know. Um, no. Yeah, they're cool dudes. But, um, but yeah, the, I think the other reason, I guess in a certain extent, um, seeing all these other companies out there, it kind of helped us come up with the trap jig, you know, what it is, because, you know, I don't want to copy other people. I, I want to do my own thing and I Absolutely. want to have, I want to fill a specific niche, you know, mm -hmm. you know, our trap jigs are, they're designed for a specific purpose. You know, we're very precise with, you know, how we fish them and how we work them and stuff like that. And it's not exactly like other mini jigs, you know? Right. So, um, you know, one all thing, those. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. One thing I can say is you're, you're, it is a little, um, you know, you told me, ah, oh, you, you can't bomb it, you know, oh, but yeah. then <laughs> we're over, we're fishing. I'm like, check this out, <laughs> you know, but it's break. like, but I do notice, you know, when we first talked is that it's less material, a little less material, a little, mm -hmm. uh, slimmer profile. Um, you know what I mean? And, and that's, I think when you, when you're talking and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but when you say, specific application it's you know that tenth that little bit of material can make a difference that's why you downsize baits one sixteenth one thirty second maybe yeah. a smaller you know what i mean so it's you're, you're slimming down on the profile to you know it's i mean am i correct am i wrong yeah no that's yeah, just you're my right. thoughts it's a yeah we designed it for you know finesse fishing stuff like that um and you know we're not Trap jigs in particular aren't, you know, supposed to cover water and find you all this stuff. It's for when you know where the fish are, you can see them, you know they're there, and they're not biting. Right. And, you know, you throw that thing out there, you work those tails, and we've been really successful. It's gotten us to where we've yep. gotten. Absolutely. So. I like the sink on them because they, they are a little lighter. Yeah. And I think that helps, you know, um, 
you know, mm-hmm. when you got a when you got a fire bite, man, they're hitting on the drop on you know yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. a that's definitely and again trap jigs is inspired by fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Flies are small. Oh yeah. Yep. Material, tight material. So I love it how, you know, you guys not just, you know, saw hand tied jigs out there again, but you made it your own. You made it your own style. You know, yeah. SoCal Trout Cartel George inspired me to start a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? And, you know, we, we both love trout. We both do this and we, we're boys, we're friends, and we could coexist. So it's awesome, man, that, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's community, you yeah. know, and it's so unique in this SoCal region, man, that, yeah. you know, it's, I'm getting older. Who's the next? Who, who's stepping up next? Yeah. You, you guys are young. You guys got a whole career ahead of you. You know what I mean? But, man, you guys, are, you might, you guys might expire someone else someone else is 10 20 years from now if you don't want to tie five years next year you don't want to tag tie tie trap jigs i'm sure you wouldn't mind someone else coming up and like tying them you know what i mean like oh cool you know so that's what getting main is all about that's what having guests on the show that's why i wanted guests on the show was to to inspire Mm -hmm. creators video creators content creators bait creators yeah whatever you want to create apparel shirts do it yeah if you fail who cares right yeah yeah i mean the one advice i'd have to anybody who's you know just starting out or once has an idea has something is make it unique and make it your own you absolutely know? and you know just go with it. it doesn't matter you know how big it gets or if it takes off right away you know it's it's not about that it's not who's the biggest you know who's repping everybody's stuff and all no. that it's just do your own thing, man, and worry about yourself. Put your head down and grind. Yeah, and you'll, at the end of the day, you'll at least be happy with, you know, whatever you have. And, you know, if you make it your own, you make it unique, you're, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be sleeping good at night knowing that. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to have pride. You know, you're going to have pride in, in the work you do, and, you know, you're going to have, you're not going to be, um, you know, like set back by, you know, when you when it's unique and original, you can move forward and there's oh, yeah. no, there, you, you, you take less obstacles. You're not following you anyone. Know? Yeah, exactly. Joseph, man, what's yeah. your advice on, on, on starting, creating business <laughs> idea, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, you had, sure. man, just don't be afraid to become your own entrepreneur and just, you'll, you'll be surprised how far it'll take you. It can shock you. When we first started trap digs, like it was, it was pretty damn silly at first, but then right. look at where we got to now, I guess. Right. Um, trout made, what's trout made? <laughs> Yep. You know, I, I still yep. have to explain it sometimes, but it's cool. I love yep. explaining and it. But It seems like with all the, all the different styles of fishing, like just make it your lifestyle and take it. Just go serious. Go ham on it. All in. Full send. You have to. You have to live it. Yep. For sure. You know, and um, you guys, you know, definitely set a good example when it comes to, you know, being able to develop a product and get it out there yep. and get people, you know, uh, bit on fish. And it's cool that I can see, and I hope the anglers see, man, you guys have a lot of passion, a lot of experience in what you're doing, what you're bringing to the game, bringing to the community, and contributing. And that's what it's about, man. You guys can't, um, you know, when I say you guys, I'm just saying in general, you know, you got to be able to figure out how to give back and contribute, yep, you know, sure. something that exactly. that's you have to. Exactly. Whatever that's, it is. Education, um, you know, uh, uh, stoke. You guys deal stoke yep. out that trap yep. lab. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right? I deal stoke. 
giving back that's that's a major hey, one i can hold keep on the kids to. on the stove for sure yeah giving back is a big one um after looking over the seasons in the past three years like seeing how much trout fishing is really growing and expanding and blowing up like my way of giving back we're gonna bring a damn new rod in the game and that's gonna be huge that's a, that, is, that is pretty huge man so it is huge um semper fish rods are out i checked out the website i'll be honest mm-hmm. with you guys i checked out the website i mentioned it on the um elixir uh dragonfly video but yep. the the it was just like uh one piece it's two piece but you buy different tips yep you know what i mean but half the rod is the same price as one whole rod mm-hmm. so i don't know if they got their their stuff dialed yep. in but you know um they're working out of uh up north too as well mm-hmm. right yep yeah cool so you know what hey yeah, yeah, Juicy Beaver's out there, too. So those are just some companies that are, you know, and Seeker, man, Seeker's huge. Yeah. This is huge, anglers. I mean, this is a, a you know, new space space for yeah. them, but, yeah. um, you know. If they can make the best of the best in offshore, I don't see why we can't incorporate that in trout fishing. 100%. So. Yep, yep. It's awesome. We're after- happy with what they got cooking up, man. For That's sure. sick. So let's, um, we're going to end it, fellas. Yep. Um, tell the anglers where they could find trap jigs, where they could buy trap jigs, and kind of just let us know, uh, kind of summarize what's going on, uh, you know, where they could find trap jigs, buy trap jigs, what you guys got going on, and what to look out for. Uh, yeah, so we do everything through our Instagram, so, you know, just hit me up on Instagram. and It's uh, on the screen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, sell in person. You ever see me out there? Um, I always have jigs on me. Uh, Joseph has usually has a good amount on him too but uh but yeah you know we try and you know we don't go too crazy with it you know but when i first started out when i was first getting big i was like geez how big can i grow this thing but right by this point you know i'm not really in it for the money um as long as it supports itself i'm cool yeah absolutely that's the goal that's the goal here you know everything goes back into it you guys see you know the setup the studio everything's going back into it and um that's awesome what you guys are doing so yeah for me, in terms of handles, all I really run is just Instagram, joseph.ta underscore, and you'll find me there. DM it for any questions screen. you got. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Well, fellas, um, we're going to wrap it up real quick. Last question of the Get Made Show. Y'all ready to slay this weekend? Yes, sir. <laughs> we're going World to Santee Opener, man. We're going to Santee Opener. Uh, I'll be there late in the morning. I'm going to be here. Uh, I got to take care of the puppy. Yeah. Uh, the old lady's going to be out of town but i'll be up be up there early late but early and um so i'm gonna try to get this out before then so anglers you see dallin joseph santee we'll be out there socal they'll be everywhere i think be interesting day it's probably gonna be raining but yeah we'll try to be there good part of the day but um yeah, it should be an interesting season this year, you know. Um, What's your goal? Let's. Are we just going to keep freaking going? What's your goal? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you so, know. yeah, one other thing real quick that I wanted to hit. Um, Please. By um, all means, get me, brother. Keep it quick, but no, I think it's no important. Time limit. I was just wrapping up. I think it's important. You know, I've been – I've seen this trout game for a long time. I've seen it change. I've seen it grow. You know, right now we're seeing – we're kind of at an interesting point right now because, you know, over the last couple of years – you know, the community's taken off. More and more people are trout fishing, and mm-hmm. that's an awesome thing. That's great. That's what we need. But the problem is on the fish side, as far as, you know, hatcheries and Y'all what lakes know. are stocking, yep. it's, man, it's going downhill. I remember five years ago, 
tailwalkers were all over the place. Lassen, Jess Ranch, Calaveras. I mean, this season we're looking at it's going to be Mount Lassen's pretty much the whole supplier for the state of California. I'm glad you brought this up, Dallin. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to be all doom and gloom, and I'll get to – in a second, I'll get to what I think. Take your time, bro. It could change. But – Getting made. Yeah, so – Right now, Mount Lassen is pretty much the whole supplier for the state of California, um, except for the Sierras. But from the Bay Area to all throughout SoCal, anybody that wants trophy fish, they're going to Lassen because Calaveras has had some issues in recent years. Jess Ranch, kind of the Man, same it's thing. it's like a ghost town. Yeah. Um, and then also with Chalk Mountain Trout Ranch yeah. going out of business or at least just selling to restaurants. Just selling restaurants now, right? Yeah. So – it's it's limited our options um you know mount lassen they're a great trout farm they run a good operation but at the end of the day they have a big burden on their shoulders and it's we're we're already starting to make it happen for us yeah oh for sure but we're starting to see signs of it dropping off i mean santa Ana river lakes like even three years ago they're getting some crazy fish and you everyone can kind of see the drop off i mean as far as happen quick anglers you know, go, the, 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 the three hatch three hatcheries out at once, 3.2 million trout. You know, we we did the, the show on it. I, I talked about it. Um, we That impact's going to hit us pretty hard, pretty quick. Yeah, and the other thing is it's the Sierras, too. With that yep. DFG hatcheries, now what you're seeing in the Sierras is you pretty much got desert springs that are mm-hmm. stocking these. And we, we all know what's going on in the Sierras, but with those DFG hatcheries down, now all these lakes are getting desert springs are getting pressure and those stocks can't handle that pressure yeah. they get fished out quick Less fish so yep. you know we're kind of at an interesting point you know there's been this trend of it's gotten tougher and tougher and just more people it's more crowded yeah. but there's um, no supply and a lot of demand i know which by the basic laws of economics that makes no sense it's a b- failed business yeah so you know i don't want to be all doom and gloom i think the season might get tough at some points but i think there is I think there's a, what's it? I think there's a silver lining. I think mm-hmm. I kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel because there's a lot of other hatcheries out there. Um, I don't know if people really know this, but there's Lake Poway right now. They're looking at a lot of people have said that uh, they're going to be switching to rights this year, and that's what that's Idaho, the correct? Yes, yeah, Idaho so, st- uh, trout. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the information we heard that they're getting rights, but. I think that's changed. I, I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens with Poway, but there's another hatchery out there called Black Canyon Trout Farm. Hmm. It's Never heard of it. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, long story short, we think Poway might actually be getting those fish. Not Where, what, what state are they? are here in California? They're in Idaho. Idaho as well? That's why they've been saying, you know, we're getting Idaho trout this year, not rights. So okay. this Black Canyon Trout Farm, they have some nice fish. Really? They they have some nice fish. They they uh like rainbow like Mount oh, Las, yeah. like Lassen rainbows look as far as look not yeah. like they comparing have, to like Calaveras like they're more towards Lassen's a little bit yeah they they have some teen size fish they've got a good Teens? amount of double digits um, oh that's I know that's uh a lot you know for the um Cuyamaca, uh sponsorship I'm giving away that was the thing a lot of anglers want to catch that double D and that might be an opportunity if this black canyon's in the game for us and if not there do you think there'll be a lot of double digit trout caught this season so this season in particular it's hard to say because i think 
we're kind of at a crossroads here this season. It's either going to be rock bottom or we might be getting better. This Black Canyon place, if they stock Poway, mm-hmm. that's which at the end of the day, I don't really know. It's hard to say what's going on. Right. There. But if they can get in the game, that helps because if we can get other lakes in Southern California to start picking up on Black Canyon. And the other thing, Calaveras is operational right now. Yeah. I think they could be back pretty soon, like next season. Okay. So I think there's a silver lining here. If we can get more of these hatcheries that are out there, because there's Desert Springs in Oregon, there's there's a lot of other options out there. And yep. if we can take the burden off of Mount Lassen, they can, you know, recuperate, have yep. some time to grow some trophies. So yep. I yeah, because they're going to, like you said, they got the burden on their shoulders, man. They're carrying California. Oh, yeah. From NorCal to SoCal, anglers. One yeah. hatchery is going to be getting us made, making sure we get made mm-hmm. this season. Man, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up, man. Yeah, we so definitely – I remember we wanted to talk about that. I'm sorry if I skipped that. No, over. no, you're, you're fine. Um, I just think it's important that the community knows that this upcoming season might be kind of tough at some lakes. It's going to be hard to find that double digit if it really is last. Yeah, so keep fishing and keep calm oh, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, so keep <laughs> you know fishing, I mean? keep calm because I think Yeah, it it's going to get, get crazy better. out there anyways, but, you know, mm-hmm. with less fish – you know, it might stir some some purging, yeah. uh, you know, intentions. Yeah. <laughs> Purge intentions, you anglers. You know, yeah. don't get crazy, man. It's just you know, mm-hmm. we, we all out there do the same thing, have fun. It's about etiquette, respecting each other, motivating each other. You know, and and helping that angler next to you, man. If it's yeah, crowded, you know, you got to respect that. Plus, COVID and all that. It's gonna be a crowded you know, season this yeah, year. Yeah, you know, the way I look at it is like proper. You know, just like my. You know, growing up, my uncle said, hey, you got to give me eight feet on the shoreline <laughs> casting yeah. your rod, you know. Yeah. And so now we already knocking down two feet. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. So I'm glad you brought that, that point, Dallin, because SoCal is super unique and we're all mm-hmm. getting ready for battle. <laughs> you know, camp out in our <laughs> trucks oh, late yeah. at night, cold, you know, whatever it might be. And once we hit that water, we just got to remember that, we're hey, respect your your fellow angler, respect these fish because we're not getting a lot of them. You know what I mean? Do not overfish. Take your limit and go home. Yeah. Yeah. Five and and five and drive. <laughs> five and drive, a, man. You know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? It, it, like like you're saying, all this pressure, less trout, more anglers. It could get a little crazy, but I think. I want to have that PMA, man, that positive made attitude and think that Mount Lassen will come through. Maybe some other hatcheries to, you know, Idaho will help us, uh, you know, get get some fish down here, SoCal. And, you know, these other hatcheries, uh, DFG, DFW, those get back up and and just kind of balance everything out. Maybe – hopefully next next, – end of next year, two years, hopefully. I mean, it sounds like a long time, but – in this kind of bureaucratic world, two years, that's like quick, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. Um, I think it's important that, you know, everybody has a community. We kind of know going in, like you're saying, got to be respectful. This might be a tough year. Hopefully not. Um, we'll see what Lassen still has. Um, we'll see what's going on with them. But um, but I, I think there's – things could get a lot better. It's There's enough hatcheries out there that, you know – Maybe if people start talking to lakes and stuff, and right. if lakes can really look at their options, I think things can get better. I really do. So awesome. But I think it's important that the community realizes what's going Absolutely. on behind the scenes of all that Absolutely. going into this season. 
Absolutely. So. And that's what this platform is here for. And yeah. I'm glad you guys – I want to thank you guys, man, for taking the time. Yeah. Not just today, you know what I mean, dealing with uh, – I mean, everything went pretty smooth. You know, we had some sound issues. That's why they're set, sharing a mic. I'm going to be just be real. You know, let them know. You know, we had the fan fall off the the stand over here. It's broken. You know, these guys just kept going, man. The show must go on. So I want to thank you guys, like, for real, man. Thanks for coming on the Get Made Show. Yeah, for sure. Nah, no, this dude. has been cool, man. Yep. <laughs> we were definitely stoked to make this happen for you guys. We definitely wanted to inform the community on what's going on and just – Make sure everyone's able to work with one another. Get us our PBs this year. That's Let's right. Get it done. That's yeah. right. Cool. Anything else for the anglers? Um, I don't know, man. Fish hard. Take what you got in front of you and just make it work. Make the best of it. So. That's what you got to get. Tough bite, fire bite, don't matter. Yep. Got to get there and get made. Stay motivated. Take action. Stay determined. Have that great experience, man. I appreciate you guys, man. It's been awesome. Anglers. At Trap Jigs, all the info's right here at Joseph dot ta underscore. That's T A underscore. All right. Follow these dudes. See what they got going on. Help them make their dreams come true. This is their dream. You know, it might be one of them. This is my dream. It might be one of them. But it's all about getting them made, get you made. We're all getting made, and we're all just out here, you know, to catch some fish. Catch some trout, have fun, and thanks again, guys. I appreciate you. It's been awesome, man. Thanks for having us on, Mike. For Um, sure. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Absolutely, man. It's been good. Well, I'm Mike, local angler, and your host of the Get May Show, Trout Made Angler Company, Trap Jigs. We out. What's up, guys? I'm Dallin Skousen, founder and owner of Trap Jigs. And um, yeah, we got on the Get Made show today, finally made it happen. And um, awesome experience. Big shout out to Mike and Huber. And um, yeah, we had a great time, talked about a lot of stuff. And yeah, I think we uh, informed all the anglers on what they need to know with uh, what's coming up in the future. So yeah, right on, Get Made. How's it going everyone? Joseph Tal here owner of trap jigs um we just wrapped up our little video slash podcast with mike at trout made and uh it's gonna be a pretty decent season and let's get made